to Better Than a Pill. I'm Carrie Van, and I help women over 40 improve their health and wellness and live pain-free. Welcome back to Better Than a Pill. Today, I'm so excited to have Lynn Wadsworth in as a guest, and she is the owner and founder of Holistic Health and Wellness. She's a certified holistic health practitioner and wellness cooking instructor. One of Lynn's areas of expertise involves working with women who are navigating midlife, perimenopause, and menopause, and she firmly believes life can begin at 40 which I love. <laughs> and, and personally, Lynn had been a yo-yo dieter and sugar addict for many years. And she also suffered from autoimmune disorders and severe migraines. She's from England, but currently resides in Florida. So welcome, Lynn. Thank you so much, Carrie. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. And to talk about anti-aging and skincare. And I know this is an area that you know a lot about. And so I'm so excited to, to pick your brain and, and, and learn as well. Um, and, you know, there's so much out there. And I know as a sufferer of an autoimmune disorder myself, I was told to stop using um, makeups that that had toxins in them. So I thought that might be a good starting point as to what can we do? Like what brands out there? Can we, can we get non-toxic makeup and, and kind of go, you know, start at this point? Yeah, I, I don't have specific brands myself that I use because I'm very good about going for facials because I have been through the cosmetic route and, you know, it really, it, it's really a waste of money because it doesn't last. So currently where I get my facials, I've been buying um, from them. It's a natural product. So there are several natural products that you can buy. You really can go into Dr. Google and search for what are the best natural products. So I myself stay away from anything that's um, got like retin-A in and although it's great I've I've done that route myself and then I look like I've got flaky skin all over so I have found the best thing is just moisturizing um, a really good moisturizer and yes you can use anti-aging I've got a few I use I love and Rodan and Fields is one of those that um that I love to buy tends to be a little bit expensive. So I'm always looking for alternatives because as we age, you know, we we may not have the income that we once had. So that's why I'm I don't really give specifics on what to buy because budgetary requirements play a huge role in that. But don't just go by what they're advertising with all this um retinol and all the latest fads you want to look just like you do with your foods you want to look at the labels and you really want to see what's on the label because you don't want things that have got additives that are as you say toxins so you know you're looking for the least toxic and 
you know, if you search Amazon, they they bring up both kinds. So you really want to search. And actually, in one of my own podcasts, back in a couple of those episodes, I've had people on that talk about their preferred beauty products. So it's really a matter of so so like for example toners. We think of toners. Well, the lady that does my face, she actually buys some rose hip. It's not an astringent, but it's like a a toner that's non-toxic and she uses that. So it's not that you have to go to expensive places. You can uh, you know, I've got other people that swear by Clarins, but I haven't gone and looked at the labels of Clarins either. And that's what you've got to do is go within your own budget and look and see what you can purchase that isn't toxic. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And you tell by just like with food ingredients, what you can't pronounce, you don't want in your body. It's the same with make with makeup and solutions like that. Right. So it sounds like, um, well, first off, you're doing the facials, which is is good um, from the aspect of maintaining the skin. And then um, I can understand there's a wide array of non-toxic makeup brands to choose from. And and so, yes, it's going to depend on how much you can afford and, and what you can, you know, you know, what's what's important and so forth. But just curious. Like, so what do you use personally? <laughs> so I've been using... And this is very interesting to me. Um, you know, we used to be taught um, cleanse, tone, and nourish. Um, so my lady that does mine says that we don't even have to do the toning bit anymore. I actually get mine. I, I go into the dermatologist. I grab as many of their, like, Cetaphil is a good one for cleansing. It's a gentle foamer. We're looking for something that's gentle um, and something that's that might be like botanicals. So the one I'm buying, as I say, is, is from her, and I really can't even remember what the product name is. But you've got anything, like if you pull them up, you've got some anti-aging botanicals, by Osea, but they're very expensive. They're like way over a hundred dollars for for just a moisturizer. So I had been using, as I say, Rodan and Fields because that's one that I like that works well on my skin. Um, so you really want, especially as we're aging, to make sure that you're getting the the moisturizer so what i use is a moisturizer and then i use um it's like an oil that locks in the moisture because i was finding that i my my face was so dry all the time which is very unusual for me so a good place to go is um the ewg website um they they have a lot of foods. Um, I think you can find beauty products there. So then I do moisturize with that moisturizer in the evenings. I'm very bad about cleaning my face, but again, it's just like Cetaphil and the same routine. 
if I think about it, I do put the Retin-A on that I've got. But as I say, it's really drying on my skin. Now, if you've got oily skin, check with the dermatologist. But it's not really the optimal result because, again, you're looking at something that's toxic. Rodan and Fields has been great for me. And that's the one I personally use if I'm not using the one from, from my beautician. Okay. Yeah. So definitely checking with a dermatologist. Um, you've mentioned the Rodanifields and then the EWG, is that correct? EWG website? They um, have quite a bit about what's toxic and what isn't. They have things like the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. It's the Environmental Health Watch. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they tell you environmentally what's, what's good for you, what isn't. And it is... Um, I believe just ehw.org, see if they have anything on there. Um, and then mm -hmm. I really, if I, when I've been looking, because I'm looking for another one at the moment because I don't want to pay the price that I have to pay for the one I've got, um, I always use Boots number seven, which we now have the number seven line here in the U.S., and another one, a good one that I've used is the New Skin, N-U-S-K-I-N. I love their products too, and they're natural. Mm, thank you. So when when, when um, looking at ingredients, are there any key ingredients to look for for anti-aging skincare products? Again, I go back to, um, if can you pronounce it? How many ingredients does it have? You're looking for things that are like, as I say, botanical in nature. I also think about things like essential oils. So I sell doTERRA myself, and I know that they're perfectly good and, and clean in what they do, and that's what we're looking for. But some of the old ones had things like lead, formaldehyde or something that's formaldehyde releasing compounds that you can't even pronounce but I can never pronounce this butylated compounds that you'll find in moisturizers perfumes lipsticks um, parabens of course we know that that's toxic you hear about it more with hair products but but it can also be in in your makeups so as I say, you're really looking for something that that's got in there that it's it, it's like botanical based, um, because remember that you're absorbing sixty percent of what you're putting on your face. So that's why if it's got toxic ingredients, you want to stay away from it. But certainly there's phthalates as well. They're in a lot of them, and a lot of these disrupt our natural hormone balancing. So you really want to be careful of what's in there. And a lot of them I know are kind of fill-ins. And that's why I say if you look in the bottom of the ingredients, you'll often find them in there. Um, polyethylene glycols are another one that you can find in the makeups. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, that, thank you for sharing that. And you mentioned um, essential oils and essential oil a company was called doTERRA, I, doTERRA and then there's yeah. Young Living as well um, mm -hmm. both of them are 98% um, certified so their makeups and their moisturizers are, are all very botanical based right yeah 
And, you know, also just going back to ret- retinoids, can you explain the role of retinoids when it comes to anti-aging? A lot of people use them because, well, they've been, they've been told that um, it can really help. And it's not that you don't, that you want to put them out of your routine. For some people, they may be helpful. Um, There is lots of research that shows that they actually reduce signs of aging, like wrinkles, fine lines, blemishes. And if you get one that's, that's gentle, then it can exfoliate the dead cells of your skin, um, help fade dark spots. But they can also be harsh on the skills, so skin. So you want to make sure that you don't have what they call synthetic dyes or or fragrances in there, or what they call pro-retinols. So you'll see some of them that come back with things like hyaluronic acid, which we see everywhere. So you want to have something that's got 1% 1% or less of retinol. And then you want to find a retinol product that's got lots of nourishing and hydrating ingredients to balance out what the retinol's doing for you. So you really, you know, check with the dermatologist, see what you can come up with to get. If you're looking for something over the counter, though, that's the rule of thumb. Look for something for 1% or less because it's very harsh on the skin. Now, there is one thing I didn't mention that um, I had read somewhere fairly recently that you shouldn't be buying an exfoliator for your skin. So I checked with my esthetician and she's like, oh, no, you really should be exfoliating. So you want a gentle exfoliator or even a mask that you can use at least one time a week. But again, you're looking for a gentle one. The one I use for mine is, of course, Rodan and Fields, nice and gentle. New Skin has one as well that's really nice and gentle, as does doTERRA essential oils. So again, you're looking for those more botanical type of things. So it's not throwing out the window what you can get at Target or somewhere like that that's a cheaper option. Just be careful looking at your ingredients. Sure. No, that makes sense. Thank you. Thank you for all of that. And just curious, what's your opinion on some of the invasive procedures like the Botox or fillers or laser treatments? Are they worth it? So so I have to tell you, I probably tried all of them when I hit my 50s, mid 50s, and I saw the wrinkles. And we've been on several cruises. And I thought, well, you know, I just try it. And I have to tell you, in all honesty, it really doesn't help that much. It's a very temporary thing. And the more you do it, the worse your skin looks. So I have done um, like the fillers around here and my skin's very sensitive. And I knew my husband would be very mad with me if I spent the money for doing that. And I was working in the corporate world and I thought, well, I'm just going to go do it. I'm just not going to tell him. Well, I went and had it done and I came home. My daughter was visiting us and she said, Mom, what on earth have you done to your face? So my face was all bloated and swollen. 
I was bruised for days, so it wasn't like I could get by with it. Now, I had one done after that more locally that that didn't happen to me because I had worn them. I'm very sensitive. But it only lasts for such a small period of time that it's, I mean, it's expensive. Botox, I think, runs for the amount of units you want in for your eyes is like six, seven hundred dollars. If you're looking at fillers, you're looking at a good thousand dollars because I realize Groupon has these wonderful savings. But again, you have to be very careful where you go. So my opinion is that it's really not worth the expenditure because it's a temporary fix. And when you're looking for good, healthy skin, it all comes from inwardly coming to out. And an example of that would be I had a migraine last week. And when I have migraines, my go-to for food is French fries, any kind of carb, because it helps my head get better. The next morning, I'm looking at my face and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I look so dragged out. My eyes were baggy. They were all wrinkled. My skin just looked dry and yucky to me. And then I realized I'd eaten garbage the day before. So, you know, over the years, as I've taken care of my insides, it's helped with the outside appearance of my skin. So, you know, with any anything that you're doing, I would always tell people that really you've got to take care of this. This is your temple. You need to take care of it. You need to have healthy, nourishing foods. Hydration is a huge part of it. And as you know, the fitness thing, it plays such a, a huge role. You can't discount the healthy lifestyle parts for having those anti-aging benefits that you want. Absolutely. And thank you so much for, for expressing that. So yeah, so basically, we really do need to address all of our lifestyle habits yes. for better skin. Yeah. And, you know, antioxidants right there, aren't they helpful for the skin, right? If we get those into our diet? Yeah, they are very, very helpful. Antioxidants are not only going to help you with your immune support, they're going to help you with your outward appearance, appearance again with your skin. Yes. And I don't discount because for years we would hear uh, put vitamin C on your face and you know, people would, it kind of went out as, oh, that's old school thinking, but a good quality vitamin C um, for your face, a serum is a great cheaper way. Again, make sure you've got one that's a good, healthy ingredient based vitamin C. But there was a girl that I worked with and she was in her 60s. She'd been using vitamin C for years and years and she had the nicest skin. You could not tell. You th you know, she looked like she was maybe 50. So don't discount some of those old remedies that your mom might have told you about. Yeah, thank you. And that makes sense. And getting back to basics and reminding yes. people about that. And and also, speaking of lifestyle, of stress and sleep, all of those things. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Make a, di a huge, huge difference. If we can learn to manage our stress, because stress throws out your hormones, as you know, it increases your cortisol. And this is not doing any 
anything healthy for your body and for your aging process. So if you can learn to manage your stress, um, you're probably 50% of the way there. It's a huge part of it. Yeah. And and in terms of diet, getting rid of things that are like processed and, processed. and, and yeah. Yeah. Processed. And the biggest one is sugar. Sugar will age your skin quicker than anything. Mm, my goodness. That's so good to know. I mean, I mean, there's so many negative side effects of sugar, but it's affecting the skin. Yes. <laughs> um, so what do you think about sun protection and, and anti-aging in the skin? Well, sun protection is very, very important. Um, I live in Florida, so, well, I try to stay out of the sun as much as possible. I learned earlier on that it was not my friend when I was going there, laying out in the sun, getting this lovely tan all over. But again, you've got to be careful of what kind of sunscreen most of them that we put on, and even the ones that you get at the dermatologist, you have to be very careful. So start looking for things, again, that are fragrance-free because the fragrances hold a lot of um, what we want. And you can find some that are zinc-free, what they call cruelty-free vegan ones. They're broad-spectrum um, sunscreens. They're safe. And, and the one that comes to mind, and you'd have to look at online, online is Mad Hippie, M-A-D-H-I-P-P-I-E. So that's a good natural one. You know, you're looking at what you see over the over the counter, and it's really hard because so many of them are filled with ingredients. So you've got a lumin luminance since skincare. Um, See, there's Badger Balm that I've used in the past, even things like there's an Earth Mama organic one. So again, you have to look carefully because there's rows of them, especially in the summer in the, in the stores. Again, you're looking for one that's usually got on the front of it that is non-toxic. Sure. Yeah, no, thank you. And just curious. So like when we're talking about stress, what is your favorite way to manage stress? So my favorite way is, um, and I had to do this when I was suffering with my migraines daily. This was a huge holistic practice. So breathing is one of the easiest, quickest things if you're feeling stressed. And the one that I love is by Dr. Andrew Wheel, W-I-E-H-L. And you can look him up on YouTube. He walks you through it. But you can just even breathe in real deeply, breathe out deeply. There are so many different ones where you can breathe in, hold it, and whoosh it out. I even, on my treadmill, I use a, an app. And on some of them, they're always reminding us, now breathe, now breathe, because exercise is, is one of the next best things for stress relief. And I know that sounds funny, but when I was going through my whole holistic thing with my migraines, that was one of the big things. Sure, you've got a migraine, you're not going to get out and walk probably, but it's a preventative 
And that's that's what people they want the quick fix. But most of what we talk about is not a quick fix. It's a preventative. But if you're wanting a quick fix for stress, breathing, and then what I used to do when I was in the corporate world, I would do an imagery meditation. So my favorite place to be is at the beach on the beach, just by myself, on a lounger, reading a book. And I would imagine and visualize the waves, um, the sand, I would hear the seagulls, you know, I would make it like I was there. 30 seconds is all you have to do that for. And it just gives you enough of, of a break that it calms you really quickly. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yes, I agree 100%. And I love the breathing exercises and of course exercise, but I love what you just shared about the imagery. And my favorite place is the beach too. So that... <laughs> That's excellent. So thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing with us today. It was a pleasure to have you on as a guest. Thank you. It's been an honor to be here. i However, I can help women in their anti-aging process is good for me. Excellent. And if you want to learn more about Lynn's work, I've included the links to her websites and socials in this episode. And she also has a guide. The guide is called You Can Thrive Through Menopause and Add Joy to Your Life. Is that correct, Lynn? Yeah, thrive in menopause and add joy to your life. Yes. So everybody check that out. And remember, we do episodes every week on Wednesday and I look forward to you joining me then. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. If you want more information about the podcast or to hear the latest episode, go to movementcraft.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and found it helpful, please make sure you subscribe and share with a friend or family member. Because our whole goal here at Better Than a Pill is to empower you with lifelong tools to live healthy and pain-free.